12 minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3 0. Call a second quickly, Origi! Yeah! 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 Welcome to another episode of the Long Balls Podcast. It is me here with Tyler and Ryan, as usual. We have a lot to talk about tonight. Oh, yeah. And we're going to start with something more serious than usual. Um, we need to talk about what happened during the PSG Istanbul game in the Champions League this midweek um, with the racist event that occurred. The racist comment, I should say, I guess. Um, and there's just no place in the game for this. And it's a continued issue in all the leagues, not just in Europe, but like everywhere. Yeah, the frustrating part about this one is that you would hope that the people that we put in charge of these matches to control everything will be able to be neutral and, and not have these yeah. these terrible feelings about other people. Because um, in the past, we've seen this from whether it be other players or fans. Um, but this is just – it's just unacceptable behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen it recently with England and Montenegro, with Danny Rose and Raheem Sterling making monkey noises at them. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Moise Keane when he played for Juventus. Um, just to name a few. It's just bad. Yeah, Sterling's had it a few times. When was it? The Chelsea fans was um, he was going to take a corner one time. Is maybe I'm misremembering that incident, but yeah, it's just something that needs to be taken out of the game. Yeah, and if it can be taken out of the game, it will only be for good. Like. I think um, I think the way it was handled by the players was really um, really exceptional. With Istanbul skating yes, yes. coming off the pitch, um, Demba Bak, the way he was sticking up for it, being very vocal about it, yes, yep. um, was really good to see. Confronting it, you know, in in the moment, um, and just try to make them feel uncomfortable about it. And yeah. then, really, props to PSG for following them. I mean, if if this had resulted in the match being postponed or canceled altogether they would have lost out the at the top seed in the group so to risk doing that was was um just great to see from those players mm-hmm. yes no i 100 percent agree there was definitely no guarantees that psg would move on when they did this there was yeah. no guarantees about what would happen to, to like the result of the game if they would replay it if they wouldn't um so kudos to PSG for walking off because they had everything to lose. Istanbul didn't. Yeah, right. Um, they and, and luckily they were able to get the match going, and I thought they did a great job with the the displays pre-match um, yesterday. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I was just and and um, not only when they walked off, but Neymar and Mbappe kind of leading this is from the impression that I got. 
um, and saying that we weren't going to come back out unless Istanbul did and saying that they were going to stay in the dressing room. It's just really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. With that being said, we do have to get back and talk about what happened this past weekend in the Premier League and also the Champions League as the group stage just concluded. So going to the Prem, we had the first game canceled this season due to COVID concerns Mm -hmm. between Newcastle and Aston Villa. So now Aston Villa have two games in hand, which means a busier schedule for them when they have to make those games up. Bad time, too, to start missing out on yeah. games. It's going yes. to start getting real tough here. The schedule is going to get real hectic here. So could be interesting to see when they reschedule it. Also, Tyler, Dun- tell, your, Dun- tell your brother to be quiet. It's not. It's, it's Donovan. It's Donovan. In there. <laughs> I apologize for some interference here. So he's but, playing Warzone. Hmm. All right. All right. <laughs> Going into the, the first match of the weekend, Burnley and Everton. Everton with a 1-1 draw here. My boy Big Dom securing the draw at the end of the first half. Um, the goal Robert Brady scored was pretty nasty, though. Yeah. It was a pretty nasty goal. Funny we're saying that about Burnley, too. It's like... Yeah, I mean, Burnley don't score a lot, but when they do, no. it's either a header inside the six or, <laughs> exactly, or a nice right. goal. <laughs> Um, like a, a Chris Wood. Uh, gotta say, it's disappointing for Everton to not win this game. Yeah, I, they definitely had their chances. Um, like we said, Burnley's got a good defense unless they're playing Man City. That's right. Yeah, I, I was. This was the this was the my first loss of the or my only loss of the weekend. Didn't I have Everton to? Yeah, I believe you did have Everton, Tyler. Yeah, yeah. You improved. That... You improved last week, two for three. Yes, so we're on the come up. We're we are making strides. Um, I'm feeling good about. We'll get to my picks later. We're feeling good about this weekend. But uh, all right, yes, yeah, so this was not a great start. You feel good about every weekend. <laughs> well, yeah, positive vibes only. Man- <laughs> Moving on, Man City um, coolly dispatched with a Fulham two nil. Um, once again, Man City's in the inability to score. Rearing its mm-hmm. ugly head. I mean, this game should have been put, put away well earlier. Aguero is back. He played in the Champions League. So yeah, this hope, hopefully he's healthy enough to start the Manchester Derby this upcoming weekend. Let's hope he's not. No, I mean, <laughs> I wish Aguero all the best, but <laughs> yeah, just, just take another game. I need I need Jesus to to have many many uh, handballs inside the box to stop his goal scoring opportunities. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be a little bit of an issue. I'm I'm a little worried about Varchester versus Man City. So oh, oh my oh, God! Man. Don't start um, with that. Moving on to West Ham and Man United. Man United win three to one, and but they continue to show that they just don't play the first half. No, we don't um, at all. West Ham should have been up like four or five nothing at halftime. Easily, it, this was the worst half we've played this season. It was. Awful. And in all honesty, I mean, if you don't score those chances, you deserve to lose. I don't feel bad for them. They, they had one-on-ones they missed, easy tap-ins or saved or anything like that, hit the post. Yeah. It's just like you got to put, put the chances away when you have them. 
Absolutely. I mean, I was shocked going into halftime. I, I was surprisingly happy to be one nil down because of how terrible this could have been. Um, I mean, this, we got extremely lucky with some of those. Um, and then obviously the second half, just a totally different team. I, I don't get it. Yeah. I, I wonder if it's almost like I was thinking about this because the first half we played against um, Leipzig was so poor again uh, midweek that maybe we're in this cycle where we play so well in the second half and then the next game we come out in the first half kind of with like this false confidence mm-hmm. and underperform and then have to really pick it up in the second half and bring it back. But maybe there's just some complacency in that first half. And then they need like two goals to wake them up. Yeah. I mean, they're very lucky, I think, to get a win out of that game considering West Ham. I'm just – Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the big chances that West Ham had were insane. Yeah, they were. In the end, still, um, 19 to 15 shots in favor of West Ham. Yep. Um, I wonder whether it was – heavily in favor I wish of we had the, the splits on that for halftime. Yeah, that would have been good to see. It's definitely – They I mean, had they had five big chances in the first half. And they yes. And one of them. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I can I can think of it. I think at one point it was, it was like the fortieth minute. I'm going, they could be four nothing up right now. Yeah, no, they absolutely should be. It looked like a prime Patrick Bamford out there, missing all <laughs> these glorious opportunities. Um, moving on. Speaking of Patrick Bamford, he scores against Chelsea this weekend as Chelsea defeat Leeds three yeah. one. Absolutely, I was disappointed. I I thought this was going to be. I thought Leeds was going to give them a little bit more than they ended up. Um, I mean, it was still a close game until the, the 93rd minute when Pulisic scores a, mm-hmm. you know, a, one of those counterattacking goals at the end of the game. I mean, it was, Leeds was right in it. Um, but Giroud continuing his good form. He yeah. is definitely – he's definitely made an argument that he should be starting every I, game. I, honestly, I really think Lampard wants to sell him. So he's like, all right, I'm going to start yeah. him. And then when he doesn't score, I'll have an excuse to sell him. And Giroud's like, no, I'm staying, bro. I'm just going to keep scoring. Well, Giroud said he wants to leave because he wants to be able to play. Well, he doesn't necessarily want to leave, but he wants to be playing and starting because he wants to get into the Euros mm-hmm. um, come the summer. And Giroud provides something that not a lot of strikers do other than maybe Harry Kane at the moment. And um, Lewandowski to some extent, but a little bit – actually, not to some extent, definitely, with, the, with some of the hold-up play and the passing ability – that's kind of underrated in some of the yeah. modern strikers. Exactly. I mean, I don't think of Giroud as a great passer of the ball. He's better than people give him credit. If you One of the greatest goals of all time that I've ever seen, the Arsenal goal against Norwich, yeah, Jack, Jack Wilson. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's the, the, um, the assist right there with, that plays the one-two with the flick off his heel. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, there's so definitely some if you're some gonna good say he to wants make. to he needs to go somewhere where he's going to be starting i think he's someone that needs service to be able to score so, yes uh, yes he, he's not as good comes to mind is southampton but he's not going to get a lot of service there he'll get good service from james ward prowse but, but, but they're not gonna they're not gonna replace danny yanks no exactly yeah. um lester another option he could play up front with jamie vardy yeah. that could if work Patrick well Bamford wasn't like a Big oh. one at Leeds. Giroud would put so many he, chances away for Leeds. Wolves would be another one. 
Right. So this Wolves was I I was thinking would be the best system for him to slide into if they sell Jimenez. Um, I yeah, I think he would be, and it's a good enough team where he can make an argument for the national team because you can't fall too Aston, low. Yeah. Even Aston Villa, he could go to. Yeah. Oh, Jack Grealish crossing it in. That's so Grealish still Grealish in his uncertainty would give me some concern there. Well, he's not going to leave in January. No. Do you think Drew's going to leave in January? I think he could. Uh, Drew's definitely definitely more likely to. The Euros are this summer. I agree. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not going to – right. So, if he's going to make a change, it's going to have to be in in January. Like, right now, if you're Didier Deschamps, would you take Olivier Giroud in your squad? Yes, because you would take him over Martial – I mean, I don't oh, take Martial in his current form. He might have him, but I don't think he starts for that France team. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Griezmann starts. He did so good in 2018, Giroud, serving like that role. Mm-hmm. And then he let the other people do the damage. But I think that they definitely should have him. Moving yeah. on to West Brom and Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace with a resounding 5-1 to one win. They seem to score their goals in bunches. Um, Zaha scored here. Yes. That's why they won. Zaha scored twice, and a little forgotten man, Christian Benteke, also scored twice. Jeez, I can't remember the last time he scored for Crystal Palace, let alone a brace. <laughs> oh, so the last I mean, time he scored yeah. was against Chelsea in July. Yeah, but it, it, it's few and far between. Um, yes. He, yeah. The last time he has scored more than two goals in a Premier League season was 2017-2018 when, oh, when, when he scored three. Oh, my God. <laughs> the last time he was in double digits was 2016-2017 when he had 15. I can't believe he still plays for Premier League Club at start. I don't know how he still Every starts. Now and then, but, yeah. I mean, he actually he scored twice in this game. Maybe he's back. Maybe Benteke is back. The crazy thing is I feel like Benteke has been the same age for, like, five <laughs> or six years now. <laughs> Yes. He's like hovering around that 31 for mm-hmm. a long, long time. Um, next game, we had Sheffield and Leicester. And Leicester, Jamie Vardy in particular, saves the Beards bet here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Delivers a late yeah. win in the 90th minute. Thrilling for me. I mean, Leicester dominated the game. Yeah. You you always would, would favor Leicester to get the victory. Um, really, that's a I mean, that could be the goal right there that sends Sheffield down. The point um, come the end of the season could be huge, given the fact that they have won at the moment. They're already five points back from 19th place. Yeah, It it would be a huge boost to just against, at the moment, a top four team. Yeah, they're in fourth place, Leicester. So um, it it just would have been a huge morale boost as well for Sheffield. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Moving on, Tottenham 2, Arsenal 0. With London Derby. With Youngman's son and Harry Kane assisting each other again. So then yeah. a deadly duo. Um, Scored Tot- great goals. Tyler, great was goals. Little, he was, Tyler was a little scared of this bet. He didn't want to bet on uh, Tottenham. And actually, Arsenal had 70% possession, double the shots, more chances created. But they don't score goals. And 
the how many crosses did they have in this game? I think it was how many crosses? Forty-four. They had forty-four crosses, Arsenal. I, and I believe <laughs> um, so it was many. something like it was something like forty of them either didn't get past the first man or went beyond everybody. <laughs> it was like an inter- their crossing was terrible. <laughs> Bellerin is terrible with his balls in right now. Remember when it Bellerin sounds like Louis Van Gaal United just cross it in the whole game and remember, hope something. Remember happens. when Bellerin was like one of the best right backs in the world? Yeah, and and Barca and like, were gonna buy him. <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would have been so on brand with current Barca too, right? <laughs> For Bellerin to be on the team. I feel like he would have been decent at Barcelona. I think he would be better at Barcelona than he is at Arsenal. Not just because it's Barcelona as opposed to Arsenal, but also, but, like, the league and, like, the system. Yeah, I, like, I don't disagree Like, with that. he'd just be overlapping Messi every single time, and then Messi would be cutting in, playing him balls through, and then he'd bomb him over Suarez's head, I guess. Yeah. I think um, he – in considering – when the deal would have been done, he, he definitely was in better form. But, yeah, yeah, he's the, the pace is starting to decline a little bit. That You know, his, his, uh, his FIFA card prowess, mm-hmm. <laughs> getting a little bit older in age. And, yep. I mean, this Arsenal team just right now is lacking in any sort of belief at I think all. during that time when he was really good, I don't think there was a single ultimate team I played that didn't have Hector Bellerin in at right back. Oh, yeah, it was insane. <laughs> He had like ninety-two pace. He was so He's fast. still only twenty-five, though. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. I believe it. He's I young. swear he's. Oh my gosh! He, the thing is, he doesn't look young. He looks like he's been through some crap. Well, he always he changes his fashion every week. Not just the fashion, but like his he's hair like, is he's like, hair. He's like the Cam Newton of uh, the Premier League, honestly. Oh, he totally <laughs> is. Uh, <laughs> no, but that's. And Hector Bellerin didn't have an MVP season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. Liverpool coolly dispatch of Wolves 4-0. Um, yeah. With Joel Matip and Fabinho playing center back. I mean, I think not having Jimenez obviously hurts them, but still. I would have thought this game would have been closer than 4-0. Yeah, it was funny, too, because Mourinho actually said at the end of the Tottenham game, said something like, it'll be enough to carry us back into first unless um, Liverpool dispatches Wolves by a lot of goals, which I don't think will happen. Wolves will keep it close. And and it wasn't enough, obviously, for Liverpool to come back because they were so many down in the goal Mm -hmm. difference. But Liverpool looked really solid. I mean, with young players in, too, I think um, Curtis Jones – he didn't have a great game, but he's fit in pretty well. I've been kind of impressed with him. Um, and uh, the new the uh, Neko Williams coming in at right back. Um, yeah, really impressive from Liverpool, especially when you can pull off um, Jota from the bench. It's just really good for them right now. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting that Klopp – decided that he thought he was going to be too um, – there was going to be too much of a sense of camaraderie between him and Wolves still at this point. So that's why he didn't start him. And he came out and said that pre-match. I thought that was interesting. Which I think is probably true to a degree. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, 
but Liverpool are continuing to win and pick up these points, which they need to do. It's gonna. I think it might be tougher for them come Christmas, this period. Yeah. With their lack of depth right now, at least especially mm-hmm. in defense. Yeah. Um, I don't know who they play off the top of my head. Let me look. Fulham, okay, not an issue. Tottenham, big game. Yeah, Massive game. I definitely just passed it. West Brom, oh, so they got a nice <laughs> nice little draw. Newcastle, Southampton. The interesting thing, too, there is that um, the tough game against um, Tottenham is that they're not going to do a lot of defending in that game. It's going to be crucial moment defending and making yeah. sure that you stop those counterattacks and you stop the big chances because mm-hmm. they're definitely going to have most of the ball in that game. Absolutely. Unless Mourinho comes out with some different tactic. You know, he's played these three games with less possession um, in, a, yeah. in the City, Chelsea, and Arsenal. And maybe switches that up for Liverpool. I don't, I don't see that happening. Um but but that could be that could be interesting with the fitness and maybe help help their defense a little bit. Perhaps right. Van Dyke's always excellent about sniffing out how to defend like the big yeah. chances that the other team gets. So. Right, I think Van Dyke. We were talking. We've we've talked about this a few times with the Allison Van Dyke thing. I think you would rather have Van Dyke than Allison in the Tottenham game because yeah, of, of stop. I think Sun on the break and the passes that Kane's been able to play right now. Yeah. It's going to be crucial, especially because coming off the left, he's going to be on Trent's side. Yeah. Son, where he's going to make a lot of his runs from. We'll see if Fabinho and Matt tip can, can keep up with him. I don't know. All right. Moving on to the last match from the week, Brighton one, Southampton two. Um, a nice little win for Southampton. Into, moving into fifth place in the table. Um, and they'd get this win without yeah. Danny Ings. Uh, oh, never well, mind. He until, got subbed in at half time. Yeah, he was, he was. I lied. I don't know why I thought he didn't play the whole game. I, well, he, he didn't play the whole game. He literally scored in the second half. I don't. <laughs> yeah, he scored the penalty. Excuse me. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought. Um, Brighton showed some of what they had, but it just wasn't what the team that maybe we've seen a little bit that's been able to put a few results. I know they're 16th at the table, but they've had some bright spots of the team, mm-hmm. um, Lamptey in particular. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't too much of a factor in the game. Um, but, yeah, Southampton's playing really well. Uh, yes, they are. They're playing it, like a, a team. It's, it's interesting because – for much of the weekend, it was looking like what we've come to see as the top six over the last few years, um, Arsenal dropping out of that a little bit, um, which we talked about last show, whether they're still a top six team. But uh, Southampton jumping both of the Manchester clubs, yeah, we, we have a game in hand. Yeah, but, games in hand, games in hand. Um, yeah, I thought it was – I was hoping that Southampton was not going to get this win because I would have liked to be ahead of them with a game in hand. Hmm. But it sets up even more importance for the Derby coming up yes, this weekend. Yes, the Derby this Saturday at 12.30. What a huge weekend for the podcast. <laughs> Whoa. Tyler, what game are you going to be watching? At oh, I know. Or... Dude, I'm, I'm going to have to record the game and hope that I don't get it spoiled at the, at the final. So for everybody who doesn't know, um, my brother's playing in the state final on Saturday. We're at our old high school, Apicornimic. 
um, mm-hmm. soccer state championship against Jags. Who has Go Jags. Eight, what is it? Not is it twelve year winning streak? No, it's not that long. They lost um, ten know. years. Is it ten years now? It's not ten. I thought it was. I have no idea. Eight. Actually, they've won a lot. It's probably like nine. It's at least no, nine. They won seven against. I think it was eight our se- my senior year. So whatever it is now, mm. nine, ten. So five, now they're at ten, 11, and this would be their Yeah, so they have a ten-year winning streak, yeah. um, and we're looking to to break that on Saturday. Yeah, that's a Go Jags! Um, <laughs> all right, switching focus to the Champions League. All the games have concluded now. We know who's through and who's not. So, Group A, Bayern went in the group pretty easily. 18 goals yeah. scored, only five conceded. Mm-hmm. Um, Atletico sneaked through with a win against Salzburg. I was rooting for Salzburg in that game. I thought it would have been hilarious. So but, I don't think it would have just been hilarious. I, I wanted Jesse Marsh to go through. I think it would have been great for, <laughs> for yeah. the United States. and Yeah, it's frustrating. Hopefully Salzburg can do some damage in the Europa League. Europa League's looking dangerous. Some teams that are. I mean, I'm not just saying that because yes. it's uh, because Man U is. <laughs> There's no yes. Sevilla in there. Man U are unbeatable in the Europa League now. <laughs> that that is a that is a benefit definitely. I think Tottenham or Mourinho said. That Man U is the favorite to win. Um, well, trying to play some mind games I mean, right they now. Probably should be. But <laughs> you think they're favorited over Tottenham? Probably. Going just going to Group B. We're not talking about the Europa League here, Tyler. Not right, right now. <laughs> go, go, going to Group B. Real Madrid pull it off. They win a game. Big, big shock that they were going to pull. This they game. beat Monch and Gladbach, but Monch and Gladbach, lucky enough that the Shakhtar intergame ended in a draw and they go through two. Yeah. The scenarios, trying to calculate this was so funny sitting there and mm-hmm. like going, okay, well, Real could finish yeah. third if this scenario, they could finish last in this scenario. Um, they would have been really crazy if Real finished third. Then there would have been some yeah. real giants in the Europa League. Yeah. But if Shaq, if Mönchengladbach had finished off Real in the first mm-hmm. game, I'm pretty sure, looking at how it is, Real would have been third, which is so infuriating. Yeah, they would have, because Shakhtar would have beaten them, yeah. So um, another interesting thing about yeah. this is that Inter failed to score against Shakhtar in both of their games against them, <laughs> which is interesting. That was yeah. a rematch from the semifinal of the Europa League last year, Inter and Shakhtar. In which Inter won. Yes. Well, it might have been quarterfinal. No, it was the yeah. semis. It was the semis. I'm I'm pretty confident it was the semis. Um. Anywho, moving to Group C, you see Man City win the group pretty easily. Thirteen goals scored, one again, only one conceded. Porto go through with them as well. Not much to talk about there. Group D, Liverpool, as expected, win the group. But Atlanta beat Ajax on Wednesday to take the group or take the second spot in the group. So we will get to keep seeing Atlanta in mm-hmm. the knockout stages. Me surprised. Oh, so, so for our predictions, 
Somebody had Atalanta and some of us had Ajax. I think I had Ajax. I'm pretty confident I picked Atalanta to go. I think I would have picked Atalanta. Maybe I did pick it. I'm pretty sure I picked Ajax, though. I'm pretty sure none of us picked Monch and Gladbach to go through in group B. No. Oh, no. No. <laughs> the debate was, is Inner going to beat Real for the right. top of the group? Yeah. <laughs> Not even close. Well, it was close. Um, going to group E, Chelsea pretty dominantly. Them and Sevilla both dominated this group. But Chelsea yeah. gets top spot, Sevilla gets second. Group F, Dortmund clutched up a, another late win. Um, oh, Lazio, so Lazio, an interesting team. They go through second in the group. They beat Dortmund yeah. in the first game and then proceeded to tie four out of the last five games. Yeah. Um, so they're undefeated, 2-4-0. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how much trouble they'll be able to cause some of the bigger teams. As soon as they took – they made a triple or a double sub at 75 minutes. Then after that – Club Rouge scored like two minutes later. Yeah, and they did. coincidentally, they took off. I believe they took off Immobile, and then they might have taken off who Luis Alberto as well. They took out Alberto and Immobile. Take um, off your two best players, and then you concede. <laughs> yes, and then in Group G, Juventus with the big three-nil victory over Barca to win the group. To steal first place from Barca. Oh, this was absolutely awful. Barcelona just played awful. Barcelona was besides seven, Messi, who seven, had all seven, seven shots, shots on, on target. target, but they were all from Messi. Just a disgrace. At this point, Barcelona don't deserve Messi. Barcelona are like just an average La Liga team without him at this moment. Mm-hmm. It might be best for for both sides for Messi to go, because then Barcelona will have wow. to get a rude awakening. When wow. life without Lionel Messi. Yeah. Weston McKinney also scores in this game. Yeah. A nice goal. A Zlatan-esque goal. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm hearing reports that Barca are – like, if the, even if they lose Messi, that they're, they're just really down in the finances and they might have to sell yeah. Frankie de Jong and that Bayern would be hev- heavily interested in that. That would be an amazing purchase, getting oh Frankie de Jong. That would be – that would be just fantastic to partner him and Kimmich in the midfield. And then that, that just allows Goretzka even more license to go forward whenever he wants. Yes, it would be. Whew, I'm just. That, is quite the, that would be quite the midfield three. Oh, well, you also have Muller in there. Still. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Goretzka but, probably wouldn't start. Hmm. But you, or do you just change formation a little bit? I mean, try to get Muller can play out wide. Yeah, but he can play all over. And then in Group H, I think you just bench Lewandowski. Yeah, probably. Easy. (laughs) Just play Sane and Nabry up top. Muller in behind. (laughs) In in Group H, we see PSG win the group, and Leipzig come in second after they beat Man United. Man United once again do not play a first half. Um. Leipzig had a goal ruled offsides, but they'd make it 3 nothing anyway later in the 69th minute mm-hmm. before Man United finally decide that they want to start scoring goals, and they score two goals, one in the 80th, one in the 82nd, to make it a really interesting conclusion to the game in which another goal would have sent Man United through to the knockout stages. 
in which Rashford at the final play of the game takes a terrible touch off his chest out of bounds inside the box. This was – remember how I said uh, a little while ago that the West Ham first half was the worst first half I had seen us play all year? Yeah. No, it was this half. <laughs> because the defensive structure that was set out from the get-go by Ali was that. the worst I have seen – us play maybe maybe since Sir Alex. Well, when the lineups came out, I I texted you guys and I was like, "What is going on with this man?" Yeah. <laughs> why why is Shaw and Tellas playing? Luke Shaw. I thought I was done. I thought I was done with Luke Shaw being inside a lineup with Tellas fit because he's played well over the last few games. Mm-hmm. I am totally fine playing five in the back. That's not the problem I had. The problem I had was Shaw being in there. It was <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Um, Tuan Zabi would have been a much better fit, um, especially because he yeah. comes in, we play five at the back with him against PSG, and he does a great job shutting down Mbappe. Mm-hmm. So Shaw, the first goal, is playing CDM. He's in, like, the middle yeah. of the field, and Tellez has to come cover two guys. Um, can't get, get the second one at the back post. The other, um, the other goal, he totally just misses. The first goal goal. was the cross field one from. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm Sabitzer. Yeah. Yes. Where he totally misplayed that one as well. Yeah. Wamba Saka just too far inside gives Angelino a free just path to the. Yeah, I. Wamba Saka has been pretty strong um, up until this point. He didn't have a good game, no, but I I don't necessarily blame him for the two goals. I think that Shaw just threw a wrench in the whole thing, and on both goals, he was out of position, yeah. which led everybody to, to default in different ways. Um, the third goal was absolutely terrible. I mean, Maguire should be clearing that, <laughs> but if he doesn't, okay, the fact that De Gea turns his back, instead of making himself big like any little league goalkeeper yeah. does, he makes himself small. He like shrinks up and covers his back and lets uh, yeah, it? um, Clivert or um, yeah, it was Justin Clivert. He yeah. scores the Clivert. third goal. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a dinky little finish. It was nice, but De Gea saves De- that if he's big if he's putting his arms out. I think De Gea, De Gea at that point, it just looked like that he thought it was going on the ground, so he tried to go for a foot save, and I guess it's yeah. easier for him if he gets if small like that. Yeah. Because he he's going like a side ball. split thing. I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought he could have came out and grabbed the ball once McGuire misses it before he even gets to the point where Fiber gets gets the shot. Yeah. So right. both, both of them bad Yes. I want to give so. credit for to Julian Nagelsmann for tying Bayern in the weekend and then switching yeah. it to a back five specifically to attack the flanks more. And as it showed, Luke Shaw, weak link, they took advantage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, the tactics were totally spot on for Leipzig. Um, yeah, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to crap on Man U. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. Prop, props to Leipzig and Nagelsmann for getting this right over this last week. Just yes. top manager in the world. One so, of the top. So, 
with everything that has happened in the Champions League and Barca coming in second place, Bayern now have a 20% chance to draw Barca in the first round. Yeah. Um, I think it would be hilarious. Um, I wouldn't be really worried at all. As, I mean, obviously, obviously, there should be some worry. <laughs> obviously, in any game, Messi can show up. But the thing is, it's going to be a two. It's going to be two legs, and the way yeah. Messi are playing right now wouldn't give me any confidence at all as a Barca fan. Yeah. I all think right, Barca. So who do Barca want to draw? I'm look. Look, they can get Bayern, City, Liverpool, Chelsea. Dortmund and PSG. I think you probably want depend. You want Dortmund, but I still think that in any single tie, Barcelona should be should not be the favorite. Barcelona are probably going out in the round of sixteen. Well, they favorite over Dortmund. Or Erling Holland would tear us to shreds because he'll be back healthy. Yeah, Barcelona is a tricky spot. I fully believe that Dortmund, like Barcelona, they would just caught, get caught sleeping with the possession, being too lackadaisical, hit them on the counter, and Holland's too clinical. Yeah, I mean, I also think the team that draws Leipzig is going to be in for a tough tie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. At, it, it could be Juve, Chelsea, Liverpool, City, Real. Or Real. Or not Bayern. Bayern cannot draw Leipzig. I think Leipzig would probably knock out Real. I, I, that's what I was I about to say. Leipzig could definitely knock See, out. See, if right I was now. Barca, the team I would want to draw is Real, but you can't get Real. Yeah. Right. I think the team you want – man. I, if I'm Barca, I want Chelsea? to draw Dortmund. Yeah. I want to draw Dortmund or Chelsea, I guess. Um, if I'm Bayern, the team I want to play, I would love to see Porto. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You'd rather or Mönchengladbach. They can't draw Mönchengladbach because they're... Oh, yeah, they can't. You're right. So you you, you yeah. would rather I mean, see them get Porto over Lazio. Porto yeah. aren't going to threaten to score as much as Lazio are. I mean, Lazio, yeah. they're undefeated in the Champions League. Yeah. They are. Four draws. <laughs> um, <laughs> Two wins. I, no, it'd be Porto or Lazio for me. One of those teams. For sure. I'm fine with either. I mean, honestly, I'm fine with Atalanta as well. Atalanta have not been playing well. This yeah. year in general. So, no. I mean, they still do have that goal threat, and they play very open. Right. They only have one loss in a – aside from Midland, a pretty difficult group um, with Ajax it, and Liverpool. It was a 5 nothing loss to Liverpool. Yes, but um, that's one game they've played two I wouldn't, games. Like, so, I feel confident that Bayern should be at least into the quarterfinals. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think we think that Sevilla is a tough so – Sevilla would be a tough draw too, but I still think Bayern should take care of that. So, does the bracket – does, like, the full bracket come out after the round of 16 or after the – Are they doing a bracket again or is it yeah. – I don't know. I didn't think they were. I thought they no, were. No, I think it's returning to the okay, okay. draw until the, until the semis. All right. Well, what yeah. second-place team do you guys think will go the farthest? I think – easiest answer to say is is I mean, Atletico or, or I mean it could be Leipzig too I mean Leipzig, Barca I mean, Atletico I haven't played well but you, I just believe in them yeah you obviously don't want to draw Atletico if you're like a yeah. Liverpool or a Chelsea or a Dortmund it, it, it's gonna come down to whoever draws Barca. yeah Dortmund or Chelsea no whichever yeah, or, second place team oh. 
I mean, we're considering them the weakest. I think Real yeah. would also be a Real or definitely. Oh, Real, yes. I yes, think Real yes. are a desirable draw as well. Mm-hmm. I, I would think, yes. I think those three teams would be the easiest ones. You would you would look at that game and you say that any of the second place, a few of the second place teams can win that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the teams that I'm very confident aren't going through, I would probably say Mönchengladbach. Yeah, it's the first time they qualified for the round of 16, but I fully expect them to get knocked out. Oh, yeah. should get knocked out as well. I don't think Atalanta will – I mean, I think it depends who Atalanta draws. If they play against a team that can be exposed and they have their shooting boots on that day – Yeah, have, Real. Atalanta could definitely beat Real. I can um, see Atalanta beating Real. Sevilla probably – I mean, Sevilla could definitely make it through the next round depending on who they draw. They'll be wanting to see Dortmund. Um, I could see Sevilla-Dortmund being interesting. Yeah, oh, I, sure. Yes, Sevilla with so Sevilla is not going to be an exposing type of team. You know, they're going to play kind of opposite to the way Atalanta is yeah. going to. So they might want to, yeah, Dortmund. I it's going to be tough for them. I think but Dortmund, um, Atalanta would be very interesting to watch. Yeah, I think so. That would be. I would expect lots of goals. Um, I do fully expect. Um, I think Real will probably get Lazio here or Porto. You know how it, it would goes. be the classic. Yeah. Although, the cold although balls. Warm up the balls. To, be fa- to be fair, in recent years, Man City has seemingly got a very easy draw in the championship yeah. in the round of 16. Not in the quarterfinals. <laughs> and City are getting Monchengladbach back calling it. That, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and then it, watch it be Bayern Barca. It just will. I could see it happening. Too. I could easily see them being <laughs> like, all right. Will. Like the first one, so even there's still all five yeah. teams left there for Bayern to draw, and it's just Barcelona. Yeah, <laughs> Messi would probably have nightmares. Messi's um, be like, "Sell me in January, sell me in January." <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into the beard's best bets. What do you have for us? All right, so we're gonna be betting on some. You know, I I, I like to have some of these uh, bigger teams in here. Actually, actually. I should pull that back because I have Lester in there. So, first game on the the 7.30 game on Saturday, Villa at Wolves. I'm going to take the draw at plus 2.30. These are two mm-hmm. teams who are separated by two spots in the table at the moment. Now, Villa has two games in hand on Wolves. But um, I think these are teams that play in – are playing to some of the same level at the moment. And uh, I think both of them have players out there that can, can provide the goal. I see this as being a 1-1 or a 2-2. I don't think there's many there's too many goals in this game. I say I say 1-1 is probably the way I would go. Yeah, I could see it. <laughs> the second of the weekend is the 10 o'clock game. So right after that, uh, West Brom at Newcastle. And I'm taking Newcastle plus 124. Uh, West Brom, maybe, um, but on the other hand, they could be rested up. Rested, yeah, yeah. And because the fixtures have been pretty tight now for Newcastle, not necessarily because they're not playing in Europe, um, so they haven't gotten as tight yet. Um, but I just I don't I don't have faith in West Brom at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that for sure. West Brom are poor. All right, do you have one more? And then us? the final one on Sunday, I'm taking Leicester 
at home against Brighton plus 103. Mm. I think uh, Brighton did not look good over the weekend. We were saying that. Um, and I think uh, Lester, yeah, they got a narrow win against Sheffield, but uh, I think they'll, they'll do better against Brighton at home. So, What's the line for Liverpool when they play Fulham? A Liverpool win. <laughs> that, uh, let's see, that's probably not, Sunday. Probably not yeah, you I wouldn't get, expect it. Yeah, it's not as good. So coming off, you know, I, I had said last week that Man City, I think Fulham was plus 2,000-something against Man City. Yeah. Since a, Man City only beat them 2 nothing. the... Well, it was also is, in Fulham. Or, I mean... Yeah. It was at, at, at uh, the Etihad? Oh, no. What? No, no, no. Wait. Hmm. Well, this is Liverpool uh, at Fulham. It, it Fulham was, is... Yes, it was at the yeah, Etihad. Yeah. Okay, so that's probably yeah. why. This, you can take Liverpool at uh, minus 299 or Fulham still... at plus 776. Yeah. So still um, pretty significant. So, so far, mm. so far, the beard is four for nine on his bets, but – but betting isn't about just being four for no, nine. It's I'm, about making money. I'm up. Uh, well, I'm I'm up money a, a, a decent amount. Yes. Yeah. Because like you're up like, like, like three point four units, or about. Uh yes. If you, if you bet one unit on each game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Tottenham game was clutch that first week. The Tottenham uh, yeah. was it City. Yes. Yep. Just for fun, what's the line, Man United, Man City? Yeah, that's fun. I would imagine. Great fun. Like, if Man United is like plus like five hundred, I wouldn't even be surprised. Not actually far off. Um, they're plus three thirty. Mm. City is minus one thirty. Um, wow. The draw is plus three twenty. Yeah, so not, they're not saying a good that luck. they're just as likely to draw as Man United is to win. That's um, wow. it's not, <laughs> yeah, not looking good when the line is at, you know, is that in favor of City when we're at home? Yeah, but that's what I would give them right now. The way we're playing, this is one of those. Yeah. you can't come back against City. We can come back all no. day long against well, City. Well, well, right now City have been struggling to score, so it might be like. That's true, but, but defensively, if, if you show been... up and do not play the first half again, and Aguero is starting, I you could be in trouble. That's oh, like yeah. three or four nothing down. Now we only conceded two against Leipzig, playing absolutely awful. So Leipzig aren't and... known for their goal scoring exploits, though. No, no. So <laughs> you're right. And one of those was to the left back. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Former Man City man. Yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, city city should expose us if we play like that again. We got to find a way to come out with some good, some good enough structure. Um, I I don't know how that. I think Matic is uh, also a liability at the moment. He didn't he didn't do the defensive work that needed to be done midweek. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't play Matic. I'm definitely not playing Shaw. Um, <laughs> Pogba. Yeah, Man, Man City have been a tough. Tough nut to crack so far. Their defense has looked at least competent this year, which is yeah. Nice. This is a, a, a nice change of pace. It's, it's a nice change from last year when uh, <laughs> they would seemingly give up goals all the time. 
your um, your money, uh, your spending is finally paying off. Yeah, Ruben Diaz looks like a sh- a shrewd, uh, or a nice a shrewd good signing. Son. Yes, yeah. and uh, John Stones has reemerged as a competent option. Did you mean astute, not a shrewd? A shrewd is like bad. That's a negative connotation right there. Yeah. What? <laughs> shrewd is like you're not thinking it through and you just kind of panic by him. Shrewd. Like you didn't think it through. Um, no, you guys just don't know what it means. Having or showing sharp powers of judgment. Astute. That's what ha- oh. the definition of shrewd is when you Google it. I was it's the exact opposite. Oh, well, I said, I said the synonym. So let let the let the listeners know. I know my grammar and my uh my diction. All right. Do you guys have any? Do they teach you that in the inner add? city. Do you guys have anything else to add? Middle English in the sense of evil in nature character. Yeah, that's wrong. That's wrong. Do you have anything to add before we conclude? No. Uh, I hate Mino Raiola, Pogba's agent. Let's just make that clear. All right. And with that, we will conclude our show. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed it.